Welcome to Final Spooky Cast. Holy shit, it is the Final Spooky Cast, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't get, like, anything done <laughs> for Spooky spooky Month. It's... Yeah, I... Aside from Impulse buying a bunch of shit, I really have not... I haven't started costume at all. Like, we were just talking about this earlier. I procrastinating my... I have procrastinated starting my costume for so long that it's just I'm probably gonna have to wear an old one because I just don't think it's gonna happen yeah same so but maybe like I have the stuff so maybe I'll just make it some other time anyway and I'll just wear it and exist like that yeah I can't even that person (laughs) (laughs) I can't even blame this week like it's yeah. been October for at least two weeks. Like, I have been procrastinating much longer than, like, our whole situation has been going on. <sighs> Which, for those of you who don't know, even though you probably all already do because yeah. you're in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> our three listeners. <laughs> if there's anybody who, like, regularly listens. Who is not in the group not chat. not in our group chat. Please, like, comment. I just like, want to know. Just, like... Comment and we'll put you in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> you're just because, part of the group. yeah, at this point, you're just part of us. <laughs> if you're not. <laughs> but, yeah, it, for anyway, anyone who doesn't short, know. My dog broke Logan. Yeah, her dog broke my dog. And. <laughs> Logan is having a bad day already and, like, with his back end. Yeah. And then Beetle jumped on him, and then uh, we thought we were going to have to put him down because he couldn't walk. Yeah. And if he can't walk, what kind of life is that? So. But now he's on like a whole drug cocktail that makes him walk, kind of. Yeah. And I've (laughs) spent. He just looks like a drunkard. Yeah. I've spent all week with him. He's gotten better. That's what it should be for Halloween. A drunk guy? (laughs) He's already German. Just buy him like a beer stein. (laughs) Are you drunk? Put the, the, like, what are they called? Lederhosen. <laughs> It'd be worth it if he would, like, be able to be around people. <laughs> we'll just record it. It's fine. <laughs> Put it on TikTok. Logan can make us famous. You <laughs> can be on TikTok, and then you can pay for your own vet bills. Yeah. Your own butt surgery. Yeah, so that eventually when you can have your butt surgery to it's fix just, your other butt problems. Right? It's so wild to me like how broken his butt is. Like we were joking about it before, but now it's like it's like extra broken. Yeah. I'm like, how do you keep breaking your butt? How do you keep breaking your butt? I'm sorry if this is like blowing out your speakers. Okay, now it's not. Everything is broken as per usual. Hello? Okay. Maybe. <sighs> if you all didn't already know, I fucking hate this mixer and I want to I want to have like just a uh, office space type scene, you know, with the printer and just fucking baseball bat. Mhm. Well, you can't return it anyway, right? Yeah, I can't so you should do it. <laughs> I'll throw it for you. You hit it with the bat, and we'll see how far it can go. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, so if the first half of this blows out your ears and then the rest of it, you just can't hear it, I'm sorry. Good fucking luck, everybody. (sighs) Anyway. Whatever. (laughs) But But anyway, yeah. yeah, Our week has just been like chaotic and crazy and Sasha has left me like this whole week. We didn't see each other like for a whole week. I came over here every day. You did not. You weren't here like the first three days. (laughs) Yeah, I was. No, you weren't. Yeah. I didn't come over on the first day, but I came over on all the other days. It wasn't enough. (laughs) I mean, I agree, but I'm just saying I was still here. (laughs) She moved in with her parents for a little bit or just stayed with her parents for a while. Because people. Logan had to be quarantined. Be, yeah. Needed to be somewhere else. And now... <sighs> tonight's the first night back. Because I think we're all sort of setting up and getting the hang of it. And we've set up a bunch of precautions. And you're going to have to sleep in my room with the door shut. Like all night. You're going to lose your goddamn mind. So, (laughs) yeah, but anyway, (laughs) because spooky season, we decided last week, yeah, whatever, before any of this happened, that so we've spent basically all month trying to figure out, you know, spooky season themes, yeah, to do. Um, and we kept wanting to read spooky stories and then being like, but I don't want to accidentally steal someone's work, like without their permission or like plagiarize or deal with any sort of copyright situation so we were like i guess we'll just not do that and then it occurred to me a few days ago i was like we could just like make up our own (laughs) and i did not do that yeah well (laughs) which to be fair is because you've been bella gross icky because you've been you know spending the whole last week carrying your dog's ass around (laughs) it's true i've i've spent the whole last week getting pooped on getting peed on and carrying ass (laughs) carrying this whole household (laughs) but it's it's worth it because now now you don't have to die (laughs) i don't know if you can hear the banging in the other room but that's beetle who he, we, I brought him over here yesterday to like test this out before we came back home. And he found a bone <laughs> that I bought for Logan. And then just today, like, like we let him back it into to memory. Yeah. We let him back into the, the safe space since everybody's kind of chilled out. And he just immediately like made a beeline for the bone, picked it up, and then left. And then went back in. He tried to, to take it outside, space. except he can't. Take it outside because the doggy door is closed. No closed more for doggy business. Door. Anyway. I'm just like the audacity. He was sitting at right. the gate whining to come in here and yeah, we let him like, in. He looks so sad because he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> we let him in and he's like sick, bone, and then leaves. Okay. <laughs> just like walked over and like, was like, hey, Logan, bone. <laughs> Logan just looks like he's at a therapy session and he's just like laying on the couch, like explaining all of the problems in his life. All of his trauma. Yeah. 
He's so traumatized. I had to wear boots. I had to wear shoes earlier. I had to wear shoes. They helped me stand up, and it was horrible. <laughs> it it was actually really good. He sounds like a horse. Yeah. And it's really funny. <laughs> they also just, like, are little rain boots. Yeah, they're so like they just look yellow. like hooves. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. You can be a My Little Pony. Did I tell you that uh, the... What? I think it was last night um, I was watching Emily's stream and he recognized her voice Aww. and then she said his name and he tilted his head. It was the cutest fucking thing. I know that lady. He's like, Emily, where did she go? And I know that he recognized her voice because I was listening to music before and he was like, whatever. And then I turned on the stream and he's like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Who is I know that guy. Emily. Anyway, so I have a couple of spooky stories that I somehow powered through and wrote three last nice. night. <laughs> I was up till like 4 a.m. Oh, no. I somehow managed <laughs> to just focus for that long, uh, and I'm impressed. Couple I'm of proud of you. shorter, and then there's a slightly longer one. I'm proud of you, and I'm excited to hear them. Yeah, so we'll just read them, and then you can... We'll, we'll, I don't know. <laughs> I will react, react in real time. Uh, which one do you want to hear first? There's Heed the Ancients, The Man with No Eyes, and Are You One of Us? Hmm. want to hear first. Uh, just, just throw whichever one you wrote first. Uh, well, so I started one, and then I got ideas halfway through and stopped and then wrote the other two in the middle. So <laughs> <laughs> they kind of all happened at the same time. I don't, just like pick pick whichever one I don't, okay. they all sound very interesting I'll just go down the list okay that'll keep us organized too I the man with no eyes spooky one day I was walking home from work and decided to take a different route than usual not sure why I guess things were just getting a little monotonous and I wanted to mix it up a little I took a path I had never taken before, and I was admiring the graffiti on the walls when I noticed a man across the street. He was wearing sunglasses, but I was pretty certain he was watching me. I watched him out of the corner of my eye and kept walking, and his head was definitely following my movement. I chanced a good look at his face, and when I turned my head toward him, he lowered his sunglasses only to reveal that he had no eyes. Yet I could swear he'd been intently watching me. I heard I'm hurried on my way and decided that was enough messing with my routine. I was a little shaken, but I decided I was just being silly and brushed it off. I mean, people are weird sometimes. Weird, random things happen all the time, right? I figured stress was just getting the best of me. Eventually, I just forgot about it. That is, until I saw him again, and again, and again. Every time he seemed to be watching me. I knew that was impossible. I knew he had no eyes, but I could just feel his gaze on me. Once I saw him at the supermarket, he was just standing at the, end of the other end of the soup aisle. No shopping cart, no basket, no lost. Now what aisle are the breadcrumbs in again? Look on his face. Just stood there. I decided I did not need soup that week. The next no time I saw him waiting at my, at my bus stop and promptly called a gap. Then I saw him watching me from across the bar. This time, I'd had enough. I stood up and stormed across the room, but I had to shove through a group of frat bros, and by the time I made it to the other side, he was just gone. 
I tried talking to my friends about it, but no one believed me. Everyone said I was freaking out over a coincidence or making it up for attention. After a while, I let it go. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Call the cops and tell them a blind, blind guy was watching me? Yeah, that didn't sound crazy at all. Anyway, it had been a few weeks since the bar sighting, and that was it. Maybe I was just overreacting, and it was just a weird coincidence. Was I just judging some random blind guy like some kind of asshole? Well, my answer came last night. I woke up to a shuffling sound in my kitchen. Figured my cat was getting into some shit and I'd better go check on her. I walked into my kitchen to see a man sitting at my table. I froze. He looked right at me, lowered his glasses, and grinned. Signed, to anyone who cares, Henry's ghost. Oh, no. (sighs) Yeah? Rip Henry. Rip Henry. That one was very spooky. I liked the end. It was like, it was like a diary. Like I, yeah. I really liked that sort of uh, view of yeah. it. It seemed more realistic. The shorter ones are kind of like that because I had so the longer one. I'll get to that one last probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually was like Loki inspired by a dream I had the other night. Uh, And then the other two, I just kind of was like, I want to do something that's like, feels like it's a, like one of the scary stories to tell in the dark kind of story. Yeah. And I actually got both of the ideas just from like, I was listening to lo-fi spooky music (laughs) and just like, I don't know, the vibes, I guess, gave me the ideas. That one was I can't like attribute to any specific songs, but. But, like, I wrote these two on top of each other, so the prose kind of is similar. Mm-hmm. So they, I wrote them kind of the same way. Um, <clears throat> this one is, Are You One of Us? I'd heard rumors of a little village by a lake in the woods where the people only came out at night. People, of course, spoke of vampires and witches and the like, which I thought was a little silly, but I figured out. Why not check it out? Of course, we all know how rumors work. It's all word of mouth. One big game of telephone. No one could seem to agree on which lake it was or whether the villagers rode at sunset or midnight or near the mysterious or the ever mysterious witching hour. And naturally, everyone had different ideas about what the villagers actually did. There was one lake in our local woods that didn't allow overnight camping. I'm no genius, but I figured that was a pretty solid place to start. Besides, who doesn't enjoy a little slightly illegal hiking trip? God, I can't even read my own shit. (laughs) Besides, who doesn't enjoy a little slightly illegal hiking trip every now and again? Fortunately, I was able to evade the park rangers with ease and made my way to the lake by moonlight. The bright round moon was high by the time I got to the water. I walked around the edge for a while until I came across a rickety old dock. There was a man sitting in an old lawn chair at the end of the dock, fishing pole in hand. I wasn't the only 'er ne'er-do-well in the woods woods tonight which admittedly was a bit of a relief i hadn't considered how spooky a late night hike alone in the woods would be but here we are i asked if i could join him and thankfully he offered a friendly smile and a beer i declined the beer but took a seat on the old wood beside him it was then that i peered across the lake and saw what looked like firelight i dug my binoculars out of my pack for a better look It was hard to make out details, but I could see what appeared to be some incredibly thin figures dancing around a bonfire. What do you suppose they're doing over there? I asked a stranger. You mean you can see them? He asked. How unfortunate. 
Of course, I said, lowering my binoculars to look at him. What do you mean? He gazed at me with a sad look in his eyes. Well, son, they're all dead. So that means if you can see them, then so are you. Signed, a ghost, apparently. (laughs) We find out you're a ghost. (laughs) You're just out here vibing, like, having to go to work and shit, and then you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) I've been dead the whole time. (laughs) No wonder I've been being ignored. (laughs) I just thought that was normal. (laughs) This is the one that I got the concept from a dream from. It's actually, like, kind of funny because when, like, literally the day that we discussed doing this, I was, like, went to bed and was, like, man, I don't I don't know what am I going to do. Like, I don't have any ideas. I don't really have any ideas. Like, I want to do this because it sounds fun, but I don't really have any ideas. And then I woke up the next morning and was, like, you. <laughs> <laughs> you were told. All right. <clears throat> Never be caught in the dark. Always have a flame close at hand. Always bless your meat thrice. When you kill it, when you cook it, when you eat it. Never trust the dead. And most importantly, never, ever cross the barrier. These are the laws of the ancients. The youngest child was reciting the old laws to her siblings. The guardian could hear her, even from the outskirts of the village. She spoke the, the, she spoke the way most small children do at some phase or other, which is to say she was shouting. Her siblings praised her for reciting the mantra correctly. The the guardian nodded to herself. The little one was too young yet to grasp the weight and the meaning behind those laws, but as long as she knew them, she would follow them. The guardian strode into the little town to find the children seated on the stoop of the old tavern, the favorite hangout these days. It didn't really matter where in town they went, so long as they stayed in town. There was no one to chase them off front porches or out of businesses. They were all empty now. Even the siblings' family home stood lifeless. They couldn't bear to stay there since their parents succumbed to the curse. There used to be more, of course. Generation upon generation had lived in this town. But over time, the curse took them all. Now only one guardian and four children were all that was left of their people. It was bound to happen eventually. No civilization could survive in isolation forever. Still, it couldn't stop the weight from resting on her chest knowing that they were the last, that no one would know when they were gone. As she approached and their faces came into view, the guardian could tell that something was off. The children shuffled and glanced nervously at one another. Well, out with it, she said, though not harshly. The second oldest spoke up first. We, um, we found something, she said. Before we show it to you, you have to promise not to kill it. You know I can't promise that, the guardian said, a little unnerved. We think we can save it, her younger brother piped up. Please, at least promise to try. The guardian sighed, but nodded, and the children led her inside the tavern to a wooden crate with a bird inside. She didn't know much about birds, but it looked to be some kind of falcon. A beautiful animal, despite its roughed-up appearance. Some feathers were out of place, and it held one wing in an odd position, but there were no open wounds, and its eyes were bright and alert. She saw no reason to kill it at the moment. Do what you can for it. The children released a collectively held breath. But don't get too attached, she continued. You know the risks. It. A dead animal is a cursed animal, the oldest interjected. He didn't speak much these days, but when he did, it was with purpose. The guardian nodded. I know it hurts, but if the bird starts going downhill, we have to kill it ourselves. Do you understand? I can do it, the oldest said quietly, if it comes to that. 
Humans were the only living creatures affected by the curse. Animals, however, were left unscathed. They could wander freely in and out of the barrier that protected the town, but it seemed to linger on them, and once they died, their bodies became a vessel for the curse that had wandered through to that they had wandered through to get inside the barrier. As a precaution, any sick animals found were blessed, put out of their misery, and immediately burned. With their new pet in tow, the children and their guardian made their way up to the monastery to have supper and prepare for nightfall. Countless generations had lived and died in this place since the curse descended on them. All of the oldest stories had been passed down by word of mouth long before they could le- would learn to write them down. As a result, no one knew the true origins of the curse. What they did know was that it was targeted at their people. They knew that that sigils carved into boulders and tree trunks kept it at bay, and blessings could keep their meat safe for a time. They knew that it would turn any human or dead animal into a demon, and that it was stronger in the dark. They knew demons could be destroyed by fire, and that burning your loved one's corpse while a demon used their voice to scream hurt more than anything. The guardian monks had been charged with keeping this knowledge alive, performing blessings and burning rituals on the dead, and preserving the sigils that kept them safe. This was why the last guardian spent much of her time each day inspecting the barrier sigils for damage and fixing worn symbols. There were two barriers, the inner one serving as a backup in case the the outer one failed. The sigils all worked together to form the barrier around the town. If any one of them were ruined, the whole barrier barrier would be useless. The guardian spent this, as every morning, examining the sigils. She carved into one that looked a little too smooth. It was best to keep the marks fresh and deep, lest they begin to fail. She thought of that bird. She was glad they found it. It was giving the children something fun and happy to focus on, and it seemed to be getting stronger every day. They'd found a scroll somewhere in the monastery library about birds. They found out that it, what it was supposed to eat and decided it must be male because, quote, boy birds are prettier than girl birds and he's really pretty, so he must be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't sure how sound that logic was, but she didn't think the bird cared what they called it. She was glad they had something fun to hold their attention. It kept them from noticing the unusual energy coming from the woods. She could feel it now, so close to the barrier. One could not see the curse, but one could feel it. Even from inside the barrier, the energy floating around the trees outside felt heavy and dark. It always felt that way, but lately something seemed off, like the the curse was getting thicker. Her anxiety was not eased when she saw a boar staring at her from outside. She was confident she could kill it if it charged at her, but boars were no, no easy opponent regardless. And this one, there was something wrong with it. It must have been in a fight and lost pretty badly. It had any number of wounds, but the most notable was a gash across its face. That looked like another pig had had gouged it with its tusk. <clears throat> she almost wished it would come at her so she could put the poor thing out of its misery, but all it did was stare. Instead, she raised a hand and offered it a prayer. A blessing for safety would be useless to this creature now, so she wished for it a peaceful passing. Perhaps some other beast would eat it before its corpse fell fell victim to the curse. When she finished, she turned and continued on her way. She needed to finish her rounds, and soon, it looked like a big storm was blowing in tonight, and it would be getting dark early. 
That night, they sat in a close circle around a fire inside the monastery, while the wind howled and thunder boomed. The guardian sat in silence, while the older children made up stories to make the little one laugh, despite her fear of the storm. She debated telling them about the boar. It had unsettled her, and she wanted them cautious, but at the same time, they'd been so happy lately. She wanted them to hold on to that. The oldest could sense that something was wrong, though. He gave her a lard... A lard? He gave her a long, hard stare, and before she could make up her mind, he moved closer to her, and quietly, while the others were enthralled in a story, he asked, What is it? Something is wrong. What are you keeping to yourself? The guardian gave the young man a look to say he was heard, but she stayed silent for a while longer. He understood and sat patiently. When the next lull between between tales rolled around, she brought the children's attention to her. I don't want to alarm you, she said, but you need to know. I saw something strange today. She explained her encounter with the boar, and when she finished, she said sternly, I want you to stick to the center of town for a while. Stay where you you can always reach cover, and do not, under any circumstances, let one another out of sight. Do you understand? Something isn't right. We must stay cautious. The children soberly agreed. As expected, she had effectively ruined the cheery mood. The oldest picked up the slack for her, though. I think it's about time we let our friend go, he said. His siblings turned their attention to him, and he continued. His wing looks to be in working order. I propose that tomorrow we hold a ceremony. We can decorate and give him all the most prestigious blessings and watch him take wing. It'll be be amazing to see him finally fly. The guardian squeezed his arm in thanks, and the other children exploded with excitement discussing what kind of decorations to craft and where to release him from and what kind of mate he'd find and how beautiful their babies would be. (laughs) Their excitement was short-lived, however. The next morning, the guardian awoke to see smoke just past the edge of town. The storm had passed, but everything was soaked and she had to trudge through mud to reach the source of the smoke. Despite the warning the night before, the children had to join her, everyone carrying buckets of water to put out whatever fire lay at the other end. When they reached their destination, the guardian almost cried out in dismay. By some ill stroke of fate, lightning had struck a tree containing a sigil, and when the damn thing exploded, flames spread to the surrounding foliage. One goddamn lightning strike had taken out both barriers in one fell swoop. Quickly, she shouted, back to the monastery. Then she took a scroll and a dagger from her belt and shoved them into the, into the eldest's hands. Start a fire, as big as you can make it, and reinforce these sigils on all the doors and windows. I have to stay and replace these. Go, now! The poor children, with hearts racing, turned and fled from their protector. Though they didn't make it far before the guardian heard a terrified scream and bolted after them. They stood frozen before an emaciated creature. She put herself between the beast and her children, sword drawn, ready to fight, before she realized what she was facing. But then she saw it, the deep gash in the face. But this boar was much worse off than it had been been the day before. It looked wrong, like a front against nature. It was bigger now, more so than any pig ought to be. Its skin looked like it didn't fit its bones correctly. It hung from the skeleton skeleton oh my god it hung from the skeleton like a horrifying disguise the creature stared them down with sightless bulging eyes its mouth opened slowly and unnaturally wide the jaw unhinged and stretched in a horrible manner and the demon let out a piercing scream sightless eyes melted into tears of blood and crimson dripped from the from the gaping maw 
The guardians screamed at the children to run, but they stood frozen in fear. It was too wet there. It was too wet here. They wouldn't be able to start a fire. Even the lightning strike was nothing but ash and smoke now. She plunged her sword to the hilt in the monster's mutilated skull. She couldn't kill it with a sword. She knew that. But she could buy them time. If she pissed it off, it wouldn't chase them when they ran. She screamed at, the get, at them again, and this time they ran, turning back just long enough to see her tear-soaked tear face as she shouted, Never trust the dead! They reached the monastery. They followed her orders, and they sat by the fire and cried. For the guardian, for their people, for themselves. They didn't know how long they could last here or what would happen to them. The eldest wrote furiously on an old scroll, he had, one he had written in many times before. When day broke once more, he tied the scroll to the leg of the bird, and the four children unceremonious, unceremoniously set him free. Yesterday, I came across a bird with a scroll in his talons. He waited patiently he waited patiently for me to read the story he had delivered to me, and I believe he is waiting for something. The scroll he brought me ended in a desperate note, smudged and written by a frantic hand. It begged for a story to be told, shared, and never forgotten. So today, I am giving this letter to the bird in return. I hope this letter finds you in time for you to learn that I, ha I have heard your story. I have learned it, and I will share it. Whatever becomes of you in your final days, you will be known, you will be remembered, and your legacy will live on when your body does not. <clears throat> All will learn from your tragedy and heed the warning never to trust the dead. Oh, shit. The end. That is like, that was super good. Also, giving me like a little bit of Princess Mononoke vibes with yeah. the boar. But also, like, horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Super scary. That's what my dreams be like, fam. <laughs> and very sad. Yeah. <laughs> very sad. But, like, you could build, like, a whole universe out of that. That's, like, fucking good. Thanks. I liked it. I don't want it to be so short. <laughs> I want it to be long. <laughs> Yeah, it would need a lot more development for that. Yeah. But it's really... It's Especially really considering good. I couldn't even, like, name any of them. Right. <laughs> I feel that. I was like, I... Because this is the one, obviously, it's longer. And this is one that I... The idea I had longer. Like, the other two I literally came up with last night. And this one I've been kind of brainstorming for a little bit. But mm -hmm. I had to, like... I get so caught up in, like getting every detail correct and I had to stop myself from doing that so that I could just do this. Yeah. I'm glad you did. That is super fucking good. Like so there's a lot of things that I ignored like, you know, describing scenery and like yeah. giving them names because I didn't like I was like I'm I don't have time to, to be on baby name sites to try to find <laughs> names for like all these people who talk three times you know what I mean like, yeah but I had fun with it yeah that was it's like, different from what I would normally write because I like to write you know well not necessarily happier things but I don't but like, like to have I don't 
They're not so desolate. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that was really good. I thought that the guardian was gonna like come back and like haunt the kids. Yeah. Like as a demon. Or like murder the the kids. Yeah. See, and like that's another thing is there's just like more details that are in my head that I just didn't include because it was like I don't have right now without like more like work on it a good place to put it in there but like um I played with the idea of they used to have a fifth sibling and that's why their parents are dead because the fifth sibling died and then came back and tricked them into going out into the the curse oh shit so like it but i just couldn't find a good place to like fit that conversation in there yeah but yeah that i find that concept really fascinating i think that was my favorite it's got a little bit of magic but also like spooky shit going on yeah it was a fun challenge i've never really written like spooky stuff before because like I said I don't that's not my typical genre (laughs) I guess I liked all of them though I thought that they were all really good and I hope you don't think I was ignoring you because I was shutting my eyes but I kept just like fucking with everything Mm -hmm. and not paying attention so I was was just like I need to visualize (laughs) I didn't notice because I was not looking at you so fair But very good spooky. Very good short stories. Spooky time. Hell yeah. I got a lot of visuals with the last one though. Like I imagined like a desolate city and like uh, different places. Lots of like (laughs) planes with like dead trees and things like that. Also for some reason... I feel like the barrier would be like a big purple bubble. <laughs> but that's just what my brain did. I'm going to blame Centaur World for that one. But it was very spooky. I liked it. Why Why is my brain like this? Mm. I can't remember the middle story. I'm like, yeah, I like the eyeless guy. Spooky. And then I like the last one because also really good. I listened to it like five seconds ago and I'm like, can't remember middle one. Valid. I like that's why I had to stop in the middle of writing one so that I could write the others. Because as soon as the idea was like, "Hey, I'm here," I was like, "All right, we're just gonna run with that." Cause that's fair. <laughs> I will forget it in the yeah. next like hour that it takes me to do the rest of it. I have to like write everything down. I have to write notes everywhere all the time. Yeah, feel that. So because. Our spooky month has been just kind of, like, taken (laughs) from us. Um, I was like, we should just do November, too. Well, not on the podcast, but, like, I'm going to just continue doing spooky shit up until November. Because we can do spooky shit for always. (laughs) Always into the spooky shit. It's always spooky season. (laughs) Yeah. My Halloween decorations are all year decorations. <laughs> like I saw a meme the other day that was like, catch me rolling into the stores to buy Halloween decor to decorate my house. <laughs> right? 
Just like for year round. Like as decor. Yeah. Or no, it was catch me going to the Halloween stores to um fill in my wardrobe. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. Sometimes like we go to the Halloween store and just they just got some cute they clothes. Got good stuff. Like some of it. It's supposed to be a costume, but I'm like, I just want to wear that. Right? Like, like this, this is cute. It's actually just cute. So that's fine. Been all about that spooky stuff because I've been assaulted by Christmas stuff at work. Christmas so can suck a dick. It, that's all yeah, we need really to say can. about it because we say this like every day. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking like instead of just like transitioning, I'm just going to be like, no, November is also spooky month. Yeah. It November sounds is spooky. spooky month. And November. December is spooky month. And <laughs> every month is spooky month. Always. Always spooky. You must keep the spooky spirit with you throughout the year. <sighs> Let's. Uh, I've I've talked about this so much with everybody. I'm so fucking excited for the Animal Crossing update. Same. I'm so stoked. We got a lot more than I thought was going to happen, which was fantastic. Yeah. And so we've all been like back into Animal Crossing <laughs> because, yeah, got to get ready for the update. Got to like catch up. Yeah. <laughs> and Got to get the new spooky decorations. Yeah. I did. I did get. Um. I think all of them. There was like three new spooky decorations, right? I don't know. Or three new spooky items. I've gotten two of them so far. Hmm. You've gotten the wardrobe. Have you gotten the tree yet? Yeah, I got the tree and the trick lantern. Yeah, not the wardrobe. Yeah, trick lantern. I was thinking about this earlier. What is something... Just like thinking about horror and spooky stories and stuff. What is something that is like overutilized in horror? And what is something that is underutilized in your opinion? Uh, gore is over overly done. Yeah. It's just gross yeah. and it makes me feel sick and it doesn't really like scare or shock me. Yeah. It's I like, like gore ew. to me is just like I might as well be watching someone throw up. Right. Like yeah. it's not scary. It's just gross. Like yeah. I have the same reaction to seeing like blood and guts explode everywhere that I do to seeing another person vomit. Yeah. Same. Like it's I'm not like, funny. Ugh. It's not scary. It's just like, ew. Yeah. Like this, it's not fun. Yeah. Also, um, something that is underused that one's harder because there's like a lot of different things going on in horror right now. What do you think is overused and what is underused? Well, I think of mine. Uh, something that I think is overused is um, like, especially in sort of demonic flicks is like children mm -hmm. and like, you know, dead children or possessed children like using children as a creepy thing yeah which like it works but i think it's a little overused i think that well the way that they use them i think is what's overused yeah i think that kids um i think that kids could be utilized in a different way in horror that would be a lot creepier than just you know 
chanting a demon song or whatever. But like having more realistic kid reactions to whatever's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, and it's used sometimes where it'll be like, this is my friend, Bob, whatever. But like, it's actually the ghost. Yeah. (laughs) But kind of things along those lines are like, do you, like, do you ever just read, like, people will tweet or you'll see, like, some posts on Reddit or whatever that are like, yeah, my kid just came up and said this thing to me and that's fucking horrifying. What the fuck? I hate that. <laughs> but, like, I feel like those types of things are underutilized and they just, um, they push for making the kids look and act creepy instead of just having them do kid shit that is, like, genuinely unsettling. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Something that's more realistic and less gimmicky, like, and also to answer that, it's like something that might be underutilized would be a horror movie from a child's perspective. Yeah. Like, because the only we ones that I can, really liked Eli. Yeah. Because it was from his perspective. Yeah. And, and he was out of control. <laughs> Because he was a child, he yeah. didn't have many decisions, and he was kind of on his own, but also not able to make any decisions for himself. Yeah, I think that's and one that's of the things what made it really scary. That make um, like it and Stranger Things so good. Yeah, because it is a group of kids, and it's like you get that, um, like no one's going to take them seriously because they're kids situation. Mm -hmm. And that's very realistic where it's like, I pretty sure that I just saw a fucking monster and everybody's like, Oh, it's cute. Tommy, you're like 10. Okay. Go, go play outside. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure I just almost got murdered. You know? Yeah. Like that's, and that's a thing that is like, you know, it's scary for like everybody watching because like kids relate to that, to nobody believing them. Beetle. Um, and then adults can like kind of be reminded of that situation or like it puts you thinking of like helpless situations and that's like genuinely terrifying. Exactly. Like, I think that is one of my main problem with problems with horror movies is that they're not helpless, you know, like there's always like a clearer solution and they just don't choose that. Yeah. There's you know? like there it's so common that they're just making all the dumb choices. Mm-hmm. Like I want more horror movies where they are actually making all the right choices. Yeah. But, and like all of the best choices and it still goes wrong. Yeah. Like, like cause that's that horrifying. is really horrible. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Like jump scares and, you know, being, tracked down by a demon or whatever that's all right that's scary but like if you want to really scare me give me that helpless feeling yeah give me that hopeless helpless feeling for those characters and you got me yeah and don't just go straight into sad because then that's a a whole different situation because then it's not horror then it's depressing yeah then it's and like those are still that can still be a good movie but that's not what i'm going to a horror movie for you know what i mean like Cargo was more depressing. Yeah. Because it was just more sad. Yeah. 
Like, and, I enjoyed that movie. It was really good. Yeah. But it definitely was like, we went in to watch a zombie horror movie and we're like, oh my God, I'm so sad right now. Right. By the time we got to the end, we're like, this is, oh my God. Yeah. And it might it might be hard to balance that sort of thing yeah. because <clears throat> sadness goes hand in hand with hopelessness yeah. and things like that. But I think it could be done. Yeah. It's like, just... just Give me the normal slasher fix or fix. Uh, picks? No. Flicks. Flicks. There we go. <laughs> you almost had it. I almost had it. Give me those, but also give me more sense of hopelessness for these characters. Yeah. Because, like, you, we can still have, like, slasher elements mm-hmm. without it being, like, everyone is making the like objective worst worst decision it's like that commercial that always gets played around these this time of year i don't even know what it's for insurance or whatever but it's like so um let's go hide by the chainsaw yeah it's like the group of kids that are like running away from the murderer and they're like let's go uh, let's get in the car and leave are you crazy in in that creepy house why can't we just jump in the moving in the running car no, that's too obvious. Let's go hide behind <laughs> that, that wall of chainsaws. Right. <laughs> Whatever. And it's like, yeah. But it's sometimes like, that's what it feels like right? when you're watching a horror movie, though. And you're you're just like, like, what you're are you stupid. doing? Like, where did that decision come from? Yeah. We also watched A Quiet Place, which, like, I think that was almost there. Yeah. Yet, like, it was, like, two feet away from being, like, right there because the whole family was like trained to do certain things during these situations and like and even a lot of the like stupid choices were realistic stupid yeah because they were kids making them yeah so it was like okay you're like you're don't what are you doing but also you're like 12 yeah and you can't there's it's not literally possible for you to fully grasp the situation that you're in even if like you kind of do yeah like they don't have the emotional capacity to really beetle stop like to really process everything yeah so well and like you could give me a character that makes these bad decisions but let me see a little bit of the process of yeah. like, let me see a little bit of the panic, like them yeah. trying to decide like, that's which way to go. Like, I get that when you're panicking, like, yeah, you're, you're not going to make the best decision, but like, just beetle hush. Just give me that sort of like panic in between like two decisions where they're like, I, I don't know what's best. I don't know what can happen. Yeah. And then just like, like go what through do I do? it. What do I do? Like, like, yeah. I get yeah. that. My biggest qualm with A Quiet Place was that no one, like, we talked about this. No this one figured it out sooner. So, sorry. Spoiler warning. It. It's been out forever. And even, it took us too long to watch it. Yeah. I, I'd recommend it, though. It was good. Yeah, it was you good. Should. Yeah. But, um, was that, like, you have these monsters that are, like, super sound sensitive that they can hear you whisper. Yeah. But no one ever thought to, to overwhelm, like, overwhelm them it. with high frequencies. Yeah. Like it it seemed like, like pretty they obvious. accidentally figured it out, but that's like no one just thought of no trying one just it. like well like and to see that these monsters like took over society and like yeah. turned everything upside down is unrealistic because they have such an obvious 
like aversion to like high pitched frequencies yeah. and like like loud imagine sounds. even you know they it starts they start to show up but then like what are you going to the- do you're first going to shoot them with a gun and like well and that even, would affect them well i don't know if that was it because it seemed like it was like they were being hit by high frequencies that normal people can't hear because right it was but it would piece. still affect them but, because because even was when like, they were shooting at them it didn't really do anything yeah it did but um not to like their sound no, and they had to shoot them like a mm. lot to kind of hurt them, but I don't. I guess, but anyway, but there's a, my there's a lot of like, things that make high pitched sounds. Yeah, exactly. I'm like just naturally. Yeah, or just like, like it was. In it was her earpiece that was reacting to it. For yeah. example, like how many people have, um, like ear implants and stuff that like have you ever hugged someone who's wearing a, whatchamacallit? a cochlear implant or um. Fucking, what are they called? Hearing aid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you just, like, touch it with your ear and it, like, flips out. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that happens to me all the time when I hug my grandpa. It's just like, oh, God. <laughs> ah. Like, how many people are wearing those? You know? And then other things that are just, like, things, like, pieces of technology that we use that emit high-frequency sounds that we can't hear. Yeah. Like, we know that the sound exists, but we cannot hear it. Y'all don't have dog whistles? Yeah. Like... Like, there's even fucking, like, mouse traps, or not traps, but, like, deterrents that you can plug in that make a high-frequency sound to keep mice away. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or even just, like, radio waves that we can't hear, but they're still being emitted. Yeah. Or, you know, super loud engines from planes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. all these things that exist and nobody, like, none like, of those things stopped the... None of those things were happening when they were attacking, yeah. like, the whole world. Come on. Yeah. Like that was the concept is really cool and I really enjoyed the movie, but that was the one thing that I was like, really? That like no right. one thought of this before? But it, it's interesting that that's like the only like gripe we had about yeah. it. Cause it was it was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. Cause even like the um when I just want to call him Jim. <laughs> when the Jim. Well, none of them really had names. Uh, yeah. Well, because they didn't speak, so. Yeah. But anyway, the dad. Like, when he died, it wasn't even, like, a pointless death. It was, like, he got got and he yeah. was going to die anyway. So he, like, did what he had to do to save his kids. Yeah. And, it and also it was like- just, like, a a real choice yeah it didn't feel like a pointless sacrifice because like that happens all the time where it's like it's like go go but like you could have also come yeah it would have been fine also gone you did not do anything yeah to help them but it was literally like you're standing between me and my kids and this is a choice like i can either let you kill them or let you kill me and that was it yeah there was like only two options yeah Cause like that, that felt like real to me. Yeah. Like that could be a situation that would possibly happen. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like you said, it wasn't pointless. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that using quiet in horror movies might also be another concept that I want to see more. Yeah. It's like, well, we need to watch the second one. <laughs> yeah, we do. But and yeah, I, I really liked the concept, though, of like, because it, it 
it did add that sort of like it was scary and like suspenseful, but it did have that kind of like melancholy overtone of being yeah. like, I've never heard my child laugh before. Right. Or like, you know, it's been years and years since I've heard my spouse's voice. Yeah. And since like we've been able to just laugh or and relax. Yeah. Um, and it being it was neat to me that it was like this family who happened to have a deaf child so they already knew how to speak sign language and stuff like you know that like saved them essentially yeah and i I or like another thing even just the beginning of like um just adding on to that like melancholy of like you have to tell your kids that they can't have toys because it could kill them yeah and just like the violent start to it really like put you in the mood for it you were like wow this shit like it explained it even his death was part of the plot yeah you know it didn't it also was not pointless yeah it was also not pointless and we're talking about the kid who dies within like the first 20 minutes yeah and so he all he did wrong was have a loud toy yeah with batteries in it so like and it also was like it served for the later plot too because a it like showed us you know introduced us to the situation really effectively but mm-hmm. also it like um affected the relationships later in the movie yeah between the one daughter who gave him the noisy toy yeah and the dad and this whole like kind of internal fight with both of them like trying not to blame her yeah i think yeah it was but also just like the fact that the whole movie or like the point is to be silent really adds to the suspense yeah because like there's no like background music there's Mm -hmm. no like everything is quiet so that every single time they accidentally make a sound you hear it you also while you're sitting here being like oh my god like everything is quiet and then there's just like and you're like oh my god everyone's gonna die like yeah it really it really tunes you into listening and like actively watching the horror movie because like Whatever, like, we've been watching the Conjuring series, like, on and off. And I'll just be, like, on my phone (laughs) during it. Like, uh, I'm kind of bored. I still want to watch all of them, but I'm like, uh, I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, like, I know what's (laughs) going to happen. Right. (laughs) But with The Quiet Place, like, it... It It was, like, what sounds are going to set a thing off. Or, like, you know, what what is this going to cause? Yeah, it kind of gripped me in a way that, like, I haven't been gripped <laughs> by a horror movie in a while yeah. because it was like oh you know this is actually like a scary situation yeah. it also helped that i was forced to pay attention because if i wasn't looking at the screen i couldn't i didn't know what they were saying yeah it's like you have to read all the subtitles yeah and then it also just like um even the silent things that were happening that um were triggering events like when she stepped on a fucking nail mm-hmm. yeah when, and she was like about to give birth right and, that shit. and she's and this, silent like, des- this woman desperately trying not to scream because like she just keeps her body keeps being assaulted mm-hmm. like that woman the real mvp right? of the whole the whole thing 
steps on a nail, gives birth, and still avoids being eaten by a horrible monster. Yeah, that's something I could see being utilized more. But I also, it's like, that's kind of a struggle is somebody finally comes out with a new idea and then everyone else just tries to sort of capitalize on it. And then it's like... It's like, well, now I'm bored of this. Yeah. Not to sound like a fucking hipster, but like once it becomes the mainstream idea, then it's like, well, now you're overdoing it. It's not unique anymore. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, well, okay, I guess. Yeah. One that I This was really cool the first time. And now you're all just sort of parodying it. Yeah. Another one that we need to watch is Bird Box. Because it's, yeah. it's, it came out like around the same time, didn't it? Um, I just like remember seeing ads for it and being like, oh, yeah, I also have to watch A Quiet Place. But there's, that one's a book, isn't it? Yeah. Bird Box. We should watch that. Yeah. There's a lot of ones that we need to watch. Yeah. We need to watch A Quiet Place too. Yeah. We still need to watch Trick or Treat. Exactly. So we're just going to have to go into November. <laughs> yeah. There's just not enough time. There's not enough spooky season to For fully all the enjoy spooky. spooky season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a concept that I would like to see executed correctly. Mm-hmm. And just just more of a helpless feeling. More of a defenseless feeling. Yeah. Maybe not so much helplessness, but defenseless. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, they did everything right, but shit still went down. Yeah. And, like, that, that is scary to me. That's, like, real scary. Like, real life scary. <laughs> what's, like, a visual horror concept that you wish was used more? Or, like, what what's one that just, like, it gives you the heebie-jeebies? Like, a monster type thing? Just whatever. Like, I mean... What kind of just visual thing do you see and you're like, ooh, that creeped me out? Like movements things, or what kind of camera work or like things like that what I don't does spot. to you that gore is supposed to do? <laughs> things that I don't spot immediately. Yeah. And then it's just there in like the background or whatever. Like we were talking in about in Eli mm-hmm. was the scene where they like pan through all this furniture covered in uh, cloth, yeah. and then she's like part of the furniture, yeah, and she like moves, and you're like, wait a minute, yeah, that shit scares the living shit out of me. Yeah. Like that, that's good. That yeah. is really good. Like that's a good spook. Yeah, I really I like things that or it like it gets me when it's something that just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, not necessarily Uncanny Valley because it applies to more things than just people, but like yeah. something that's that, off, like they don't move right, or mm-hmm. like that's why I just like had the whole situation with the boar, yeah, because I was like, this is what I like to see is just like a creature that, like, you know what it's supposed to be, but it's but it's, it's not clearly that. not, yeah, um. Or, like, when just things move incorrectly or speak incorrectly, but, like, only mm-hmm. just so. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. I just find that very unsettling. Yeah. Just the subtle wrongness yeah. puts you off to it. And you're, like... And it doesn't even, like... And that applies, for me, to other things, too. To me, it works really well visually because it's, like, oh, God. Like, you see something and you're just, like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, that makes me feel weird. Um, right. But like it does work with other things, with other aspects too. Like 
um, you know, if you use your soundtrack correctly or uh, just like giving off a vibe where it's like something here just feels wrong. Something's not right. That's that's what gives me a good spook. Yeah. It's the it's the leading up to something's some something's not right. Because I think that's part of the reason that I really liked like the one that you were just describing too, and Eli, because the way she moved was like so wrong. Mm-hmm. It was, and that's why you don't you don't see it. Yeah, is because she's not in a person shape. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like, but, like, there's also, like, you can also overdo it. To, yeah. Like, I'm thinking of, like, the grudge crawling around yeah. like that. It, that's, like, pushing it too far. Like, it gets to be too... I'm not looking gimmicky. at that thing and thinking, like, that was a human once. Yeah. Or, like, that's supposed to be a human. I'm just only I'm like, seeing that's... a monster. Yeah. And so then it becomes a different category for me. Mm-hmm. And not to say that there's... that like the grudge is like bad or whatever like it's still like that's still spooky but Mm. it just it doesn't Doesn't work the same way when you push it too far yeah yeah i think more subtle scares that are like leading up to and leading up to really just like that is horrifying yeah and scares that like make me think about it too yeah I just need more of the concepts like that that are like those. That's like something. Those kind of spooks are the kind that I would describe as. I feel a little sketched out going to the bathroom by myself now. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's another thing. Like going back to gore is like that doesn't do that for me. Like if I'm watching a horror movie, I want to be like afraid to walk down the hallway in the dark when I have to pee after the movie's yeah. over. Like, <laughs> I want to be like cuddling with my dog like right? you you don't hear anything do you i want to be unsettled yeah i want to be a little little afraid to walk through the house without the lights on yeah but like when it's just gross it's like right what's the point right it's like a lot of people like i never got this watching like america's funniest home videos and shit where there would just there would almost always in the it's final category always a vomiting like, one yeah a baby throwing up on somebody like, and i'm like ew. that's not funny it's just gross yeah like who who thinks this is funny i just think like maybe gore is like overdone yeah. and it's just I'm, like like gore can be used effectively mm-hmm. like i don't hate it as a concept like yeah. you can definitely use it to be unsettling but yeah. when it's like when it's just egregious yeah. it's like no like then it's not unsettling it, it really is just gross it I'm just not, takes like, me out of it yeah. i'm just like what is that spaghetti I- right <laughs> <laughs> it just like totally disconnects for yeah. me because i'm like that's not inside of me or anything like i don't care yeah like you can totally show me like a fucked up body and that's gonna be like spooky like yeah. ooh, spine tingling like you know when you see like a large like an antelope or something that got hit by a car yeah. and it's like exposed a little and yeah, you gotta yeah, stare like, at it because that's just the way your brain works but yeah. you're still like Ooh. you still just like Ugh. it's like it, it i want to be less sickened and more just like cringed yeah you know like Ugh. like ah yeah you i know? want it to make me feel gross in a different way yeah <laughs> like i don't want to feel nauseous i want to feel like gross in my spine yeah yeah (laughs) like it's different you know like it's 
it's like I guess it's like the same thing. You you go too far with it, and it's just like it's just too much. What are you doing? But like, you you could use gore in like a very visceral way yeah. to just like explain through the story how high the stakes are really you know like which is what got me in uh again in a quiet place was like there was no gore there but if there was you know that could be in place of the child getting attacked like just just use it wisely thinking about like uh rocky horror picture show which obviously like it's horror but like like is it but But like the scene where um when they kill they like go to have the dinner party and he like pulls everything like the sheet off the table or whatever and it's just like the musician meatloaf's corpse Mm -hmm. that they're like all of his organs and stuff like that's fucking freaky yeah to me like just to see an actual person's body and to like the knowledge that all of these people are about to eat it like But that's not, like, super nasty. It's not, like, blood and guts exploding everywhere. Like, we... uh, When we went to see the new newest Hellboy... Hellboy, yeah. And there was that scene of, like, the demons coming out and just, like, ripping people in half and, like, throwing corpses all over and, like, people exploding. It just, like, took me out of it. It was just, just, like, this is... This doesn't belong here. This is just some bullshit. (laughs) Like, you could have toned it. it down, like... 90% 90% and had a little bit of that and it would have yeah. been like oh shit shit's going down yeah like that could have been a solid plot device but, but it just it just went on yeah. and on and on and it's we're like this just whole like extended scene yeah and just yeah like this is just like a family guy joke it goes on forever and it's not yeah. funny <laughs> it's not yeah. like hitting so but yeah I think there's like a lot that horror can use that you know would really get me you know yeah like speaking of gore um i've been looking in the halloween subreddit and like a couple that i'm like this should have been marked somehow Mm. there was one that i saw the other day and like listen i can appreciate like the art for what it is and i'm not saying that these people should not build these things um but one was that I saw a few days ago was this dude who had like his whole yard was all totally done up and it was all just like it was 100% gore. Like mm. um, there were just like body parts and blood everywhere. He had like a wood chipper thing that was like it was a fountain. It was set up that was just like spraying blood and Ew. there was like goop everywhere and it just was gross. Mm. And I'm like, I can appreciate this for what it is. Uh, you're oh, having like, a good time, see that. but I'm like, if I lived across the street from that person, I would not want to look at their house every day. Like yeah. it would just be like, ew, you know, if you're going to do that, then like, awesome, build the thing, but like maybe block it off and be like, you know, haunted house in here. Like yeah, you are allowed like, to come walk through my house. yard. Like, cause like, imagine being like a little kid and you're walking home from and school and there's just like that. 30 corpses being exploded in this guy's yard. Like, and you're just like, ew. ew. And then another one that I saw uh, that I got like mad because I didn't realize what sub it was popping up from because, of course, Reddit is like suggesting a billion subs that I don't follow. And I'm like, get out of here. 
Um, but it was one that somebody had done makeup that looked like a pencil had been shoved in their eye and it was uh. really cool. Like it genuinely looked real and I thought it was until I looked at like what sub I was looking at. Mm. Um, but I was like, okay, this is really awesome. And I really like, I can appreciate the makeup. It's very scary. Um, but I need this to not happen. But right like, now. you should have marked this somehow, yeah. like spoiler warning or NSFW or, like, or whatever, so that it doesn't just pop up because yeah. like, that's kind of fucked up. I feel like there needs to be different tags for that. Yeah. Like not just spoiler and NSFW. I think there needs to be another one that's like, there really gore. should just be like a gore. Yeah. Or like um, mutilation or yeah, something. Or like, it, I think it's like not safe for life or something. Mm. That's like. Or like just body horror. Just like, I don't know. But this is a picture of a dead body, like an actual real dead body. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, why? But also like, even if you, you know, put it under like the spoiler tag, you can still say what it is. Yeah. Before. So it's like, you know, I know what I'm going in for before I click yeah. on this. And that's fine. Like, if I had had warning, I wouldn't have been like, hey, man, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. It was just there. That just reminds me the other day I was also scrolling on Reddit and I was like on the front page or whatever. So I was just like getting news and stuff, you know, whatever's popular right now. And it was just this video of this horrible, horrible dog attack where one dog had latched on to the other dog's leg and the other dog's leg was just like barely attached and I got no warning or anything it just like jumped right into it and I was like this is the worst and it made me feel sick and it just ruined my whole day yeah because awful awful yeah so yeah there needs to be more tags and shit I'm just like good god so yeah that's all I got that's all I got. Everybody needs to talk to me in the comments. Please and thank you. I need attention. I'm just like, we're going to take it off YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... What's the point? No one's going to look at it, so... Yeah. <laughs> and it takes... Listen. It takes like two hours to get the video longer than that actually like three hours to get the video like exported and then upload it like it takes so long so much of my time mm-hmm. and then none of you watch it <laughs> so, <laughs> you know I don't even care if you like don't watch it and you just come over from Spotify or whatever to leave comments that's fine <laughs> just <laughs> give me interaction please Make it some kind of worth it. That'd be super. They just don't want to see my art. It's, I understand. I don't want to see my art either. They're not being supportive, like at all. <laughs> my friends are so supportive. This is the guilt trip part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is scary? Getting guilt tripped. <laughs> guilt trauma. Catholics. <laughs> Catholics are scary. Have yeah. you met my mom? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this last episode of the Spooky Month. Happy Spooky. Happy Spooky. Uh. <laughs>